My mind rebels at stagnation. Give me problems. Give me work. Give me the most abstruse cryptogram or the most intricate analysis, and I am in my own proper atmosphere. But I abhor the dull routine of existence. I crave for mental exaltation. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Hosted by Dan Mickle and brought to you by Soul Performance Academy. This is the podcast that answers your questions on mental performance training and takes a deeper dive into the world of performance psychology. You can reach us at podcast at properatmosphere.com or across all social media at 717soul. We look forward to hearing from you and now on to the show. And welcome to the Proper Atmosphere Podcast. I am your host, Dan Mickle, and we are brought to you by Soul Performance Academy, available online at soulperformanceacademy.com. And this is the podcast where we answer your questions about training, education, mental skills, and all that fun stuff that goes beyond the technical and tactical aspects of your craft and or sports. We did take a little bit of a break here at the end of summer to regroup, retool, and be re-energized as we move into the fall and a lot of sports getting ready to go, club seasons and high school seasons, and we just wanted to make sure that we were ready to go. Feel free to reach out to us, ask717soul, ask Dan Mickle are the hashtags you can use. Again, hashtag ask717soul, ask Dan Mickle, and you can follow us across all social media at 717soul and at real Dan Mickle. This episode's question comes from William in Virginia about his basketball playing daughter. And his question is, we were asked to move my daughter up to age levels to play on a elite travel team. She is 13 and would be playing 15s. What are your thoughts on this? And this is a great question that not too many people talk about. And it happens across almost every sport. Uh, My daughter, who is currently 13, plays up at 14s in volleyball. And we'll talk a little bit about that and, and why. But we really need to look at what are the reasonings and what are the advantages and disadvantages of why you would make that decision. Um, First, let's look at probably some of the advantages. Usually, if your child is being asked to play up, they probably have a specific skill set maybe that is needed on that higher team, or they see something in your child that they want to develop or grow. So it could be a great moment to get some really specific and higher-end training that they may not be able to get at the current age level. And I guess we have to talk a little bit about how that works because it is different for every sport. So I'll use volleyball as an example because that's what I'm most familiar with in this situation. My daughter is a July 4th baby. So 
she is in the middle of that cutoff year for everything. We had to choose whether or not, you know, we wanted to hold her back a year to start kindergarten or we wanted her to start early. So we had her start early. So she's always the youngest kid in class. And with volleyball, it was interesting because her first year that she played 12U volleyball, they were still using the old um, requirements, which was what your birth date was September 1st of each year. So she was mainly playing with um, girls in her grade and close to her age. And then USA Volleyball changed their model and they went with July 1st as their birth date. So then that changed because then what happened was some of the players that were playing above them were now eligible to stay a second year. So, for example, if they were playing 14s that previous year because of the new age change, some of them could stay and play 14s a second year to get on the path of the new track. So we really had to look at is that what we wanted to do with our daughter? Did we want her to play a second year of 12s or move up with the team and continue the path that she was on? Because those girls also matched with her school grade. Um, she is currently 13 and in eighth grade. So she's on the young side of being an eighth grader, but we knew that it would become a little bit more of an issue next year when she's 14 and whether or not she was going in to be a freshman. So we didn't want her playing at a younger level on the volleyball and then being at the higher level in high school. So for us, that was the biggest decision on why we let her continue to move up with her team, even though she could play technically a year below. Like this next year, she could play four, she'll, she'll play 14s, but she would be eligible to play 13s, but she's going to move up with her team. So that's definitely one of the things that you need to look at. Where have you started this journey and is that a big effect on it? Do you want to continue with the team that you've been playing with? Or in this case, you're asking if she should skip up two levels. So chances are she's going to miss playing with that team and go to a completely new team, new people. And that's where it gets a little tricky, right? What advantage do you have or does your your player, your son or your daughter have by moving up those grades? It, it It's great to say that they're moving up because of skill level, but are they going to develop? And, and this is where my biggest concern is. We can obviously make the argument that they're moving up to age groups to get better training and see more elite competition and, you know, maybe faster pace. Maybe, maybe your player is developed a little bit more than the others. So practices and matches are a little bit boring for them at the age level that they're at. And that's why you're maybe looking to move up the challenge. My biggest concern comes from the social, I, I guess social would be the word I'm looking for, development of your player. Are you missing out on quality time where your player could learn to start to be a leader and more of a captain maybe because she's at a higher level amongst her actual true aged peers? Meaning in your example, if you move her instead of playing 13s and move her up two age brackets to 15s, are you missing some time there at 13s and 14s where your daughter could be learning how to be a leader and how to cope with time management skills and just get in the process of becoming a more elite player? Because the other thing is what happens then if she gets to the 15s 
and she's struggling, right? Because she's mentally trying to figure this out. And she's also physically trying to figure out the new skills. And she's playing at a higher level and higher competition and, you know, trying to maybe beat out other players on her team that are more developed, have been in the pipeline longer than she has. And I think that's really a concern that isn't looked at too much. Um, People see that, oh, they want her to move up to age groups. That means she's an elite player. But what really is elite at 13 and 14? Is that really something that we consider? And again, what damage are we doing? And I don't mean damage in a bad way, I guess. I I don't want to make it sound that drastic. But but what are we missing out and what are we skipping um, at that level? Now, the other part that comes into it is if her school grade is also ahead. So if maybe she is a junior, but a really young junior in high school, how does that affect her recruiting wise? If she is playing at 15s when she's a junior in high school and not getting maybe the college looks because she's such a young junior that she could be playing on a team that's getting more exposure and going. So I think that's probably one of the biggest things to look at. So I'm not really a fan of moving athletes up just because skill set. I think we lose the fact that we could have this stud player on the team at the lower level or the lower age group. I don't mean lower level in playing you know, ability, I just mean purely by age, but at the younger age group that could really lead and motivate the younger players and maybe help grow your program as a whole. Now, there are those times that you have a player that's just so good that maybe it's just dangerous having them on the court or the field with their true age group, that they're just more developed, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, they're better, and it's not fair to the other players. I can I can make and see that argument for that side of things, but I think purely moving up for the ego and finding quote unquote better competition, both in the practice gym and in the actual, you know, matches and tournaments, I I just have a little bit more of a problem with that. And again, I think it goes back to are we missing chances to develop the player more holistically and well-rounded for everything else? We, again, I know I harped on this a, a few episodes before, but when sports are on the cutting block due to budget concerns or things are closing down, one of the arguments always is that sports teaches leadership and communication and all these great life skills. But if we're skipping these grades and these playing levels, Are we actually teaching those skills? Is your 13-year-old daughter going to be able to sit and play on that 15 team and have a voice in the team and be passionate about the team and help contribute to the team beyond her skill and her basketball skill? Um, Is she going to be mature enough to handle that? You know, what players, you know, males, females, um, what they like and do at 13 is usually not what they're into and like to do at 15. So is that going to be awkward when they're trying to team bond and and grow the team culture because everyone's kind of on a different page developmentally, uh, intellectually, not even just developmentally sport-wise, but just, you know, 
maturing and and intellectually and all those skills that we develop over time are they going to be on such a different level and what happens when you're on this elite 15s team and you know the pressure's really on but your daughter who's 13 hasn't had enough of those pressure situations to really understand or how to cope with those situations if your coach is used to coaching 15s are they going to be able to comprehend and understand the different needs that a 13 year old is going to have. And I think way too many times we just look purely at the athletic skill and the athletic ability and base our decision on that. I think we need to kind of pump the brakes a little bit on this and look at the player as a whole. What's good for them athletically may not be good for them socially or mentally. And maybe that's part of the problem that we're, we're pushing kids a little bit too much to mature too fast, to become leaders too quickly. Um, and, and that's a topic for another day. Um, I, I want to stay kind of on track and, and sp specific to William's question. So, again, really it comes down to a few key factors for me and what my suggestions are. One, you have to look at what are you looking for or what are the advantages of the situations of you moving up to this age group? What are you going to get with your daughter playing at 15s that you won't get at 13s? And your first reaction may be, well, she's going to get stiffer competition and she's going to get better coaching. But that's not always the case on both of those. And you also have to look at what is her playing time? What's more valuable to you? Would you rather have her getting a lot more playing time and being on the, on the field or the court or the pitch and and developing that time at 13 and 14 or is she going to be sitting the bench and just being the 10th 11th or 12th player that doesn't get a lot of of time and it's easy to make that argument that hey well you're getting a lot of touches or a lot of practice um, with an elite group during practice time but there's still the whole component of getting used to competition and the stressors of competition so what happens when that 15 team moves on? Do they do you move on then to 16s or do you stay at 15s? And and then the concern is, well, she played 2 years at 15s, so she should be a leader, but the problem is she was never put in that leadership role the prior year at 15s because she was the young player that moved up. So now she's being asked to be a leader on the the new 15s team because she has a, an extra year of 15s under her belt. But she actually never developed as a 15. She was never, you know, really in the mix to be a captain or a leader or even, you know, just figure everything out and and give those give that input. So that that is a big consideration for me. Are, are you looking to move her up to 15s and then she's going to stay there for a year or two? Because then the concern I have is she may have developed as a practice player, so maybe Technically and tactfully, she has grown, but has she grown in maturity and as a team and as a leader? And is she then going to struggle if the team puts, you know, the, the weight of the team on her shoulders because she didn't have the chance to actually learn and develop those skills? Um, it, it just really needs to be looked at from every aspect. And for me, almost always, and again, this is my personal take, my rule of thumb, but for me, 
unless you have a kid that will absolutely dominate everyone in your gym at their current age level and dominate most of the players, say, regionally around you, I don't see a value of moving your player up, especially to age groups. Now, again, just like in my situation, it's a little bit different when your school grade and your club grade don't line up necessarily. So then we're talking a little bit different reasons and why. Then I can understand moving up to keep her with her classmates and her friends that she goes to school with in the club scenario and not having that split. So my suggestion, William, would be step one is to find out why they want her to move up. What do they expect out of her? both this year and then moving forward. Is this a one-time move up where she will play double 15s, you know, two years in a row? Or is she going to then continue to move up where she's going to play 16s as a 14, 17s as a 15, and then probably two years as 18, right? Because by that point, she'll be a senior, but all those teams have moved on and she's maxed out. So she's going to play two years at 18s. Or is this, hey, we want her to move up to 15s this year and then she'll play 15s again next year and the rest of her classmates will start to catch up with her. That, I think, needs to be addressed right away. Find out what the need is for this specific year, why you want her on 15s now, and then what the plan will be moving forward. Don't forget that second part because you don't want to pigeonhole yourself this year and move her up to 15s and then kind of find out, well, she can't move up to 16s and she doesn't want to move back down because she feels like it's a step down. And now you're kind of lost in this middle ground where you may end up losing a year of quality because she's stuck somewhere in between her age group and the group that made up, moved up. Now, again, the advantages are if the player is a dominant player um, and they need that training, then it makes sense to move them up. Um, you know, if, if every weekend it's just going to be your daughter dominating these players because they're just so much smaller and slower because you're, you know, your daughter has matured faster, um, then I can see it definitely having an advantage. Or if your daughter has skipped grades educationally, you maybe want to move her up so that she can get the recruiting looks earlier um, because she might graduate early than, than what her age is. So when it comes to club and kind of matching that up, maybe that's why you want to move her up. Um, I will say I'm almost always, and I won't say 100%, but a lot of time I'm against moving players up if they're not going to be um, on the top team. So, for example, if, if your club that you play with in basketball fields three teams at every age group if they're asking you to move up from 13s to 15s but they're not putting you on the top 15s team i don't know what the value would be going to the second 15s team um i, I can kind of get doing that moving up one age group if there's a numbers issue where maybe they don't have enough um, 13s and they don't have enough 14s so they combine them you know and make a 13 14s combo team and you have to play 14s because you have to play at the age of your oldest player um, that makes a little bit more sense but I would have a hard time justifying moving a player up if they're not going to be on the top team that they're moving up and even then again are, are you 
I mean, I hate to look at it financially, but are you going to be paying club dues for your kid to, you know, do some practices, but then also sit the bench and not get that that playing experience? Um, because ultimately, at some point, you know, if she's that good and they want to move her up, they're going to want her to be a leader of the team, whether or not it's a captain or an official leader title, but at least as a player, be a leader on that team. And if she's going to sit a year and not really play, is she going to develop those skills at all? Um, so I think it's pretty obvious. You know, I, I try not to bring my own feelings and bias too much into this, but it's I think it's pretty obvious about how I go through my thought process, where I stand on it. Again, I'm not saying it's it's bad or evil. Um, I just think maybe a lot of times we say, oh, yeah, I want my kid to move up because it makes them feel more elite or, you know, there's more prestige to to having them play up a level. And I think that we need to look at all the aspects, not just the physical or skill training, but also what would they be missing out by maybe playing with people on the same maturity level and and leadership opportunities that that may be discussed. So there you have it, folks. Uh, we're glad to be back at it here. Episode seven, talking about whether or not you should move your kid up to play up an age group if asked. Um, William, thank you so much for the email and reaching out. Again, you can reach out to us across all social media using the hashtag Ask717Soul and Ask Dan Mickle. And we are on all social media, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, at 717Soul and at RealDanMickle to reach me directly. Feel free to shoot me any questions, comments. I love hearing back. Share, like do everything you can to let's get this podcast out there and answer more questions that I know people have. And I love talking about it. So thank you. It's good to be back. And we look forward to our next episode. Also, don't forget to check out our sister podcast, The Mental Cast, where we explore and interview thought leaders, educational leaders, and look at topics a little bit deeper on the training and education side, and it's specifically on the mental skills training side. You can find that at thementalcast.com, and everything you can be found at danmickle.com and soulperformanceacademy.com. Thank you. Have a great day. And remember, don't suck. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Proper Atmosphere, hosted by Dan Mickle and presented by Soul Performance Academy. Please send all your questions, comments, or inquiries to podcast at properatmosphere.com or reach out to us across all social media at 717soul. We look forward to answering your questions in future episodes. And remember, you can listen to The Proper Atmosphere on any popular podcast service such as Google Play, iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. Thank you and have a great day.